Hitting the light. Hitting the hitting the button. Waiting and for the green light. You're gonna be out here in like three weeks, dude. We're gonna have some fun. Maserati bullet hill. <laughs> oh, no shit. All right, here we go. We're ready. Let's see here. Make how some do I, noise. How do I start the show? Oh, that's right. I gotta make it. No! Get those words! We uh, figured out a way to wake up Deeb because he was sleeping. We just hit that alarm, and that guy I'm, is head rocking right there. I'm, I'm wearing my uh, my honeymoon snap pack from St. Thomas, and I don't think I've ever rocked it with the headphones. So when you when you hit the button, I did my first head nod, and my, my headphones went flying off the back. <laughs> <laughs> this one sits a little tall. It's actually a proper snapback I got in the middle of nowhere on St. John. But anyways, I almost lost the, my, my whole set. almost went down the toilet on the first head, head rock. There you go. For those of you listening uh, and not watching, uh, Michael Deeb was almost disheveled. Uh, But he wasn't. He kept it together. Welcome, everybody, uh, to a Monday edition of Bid Nerd, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites, including Bring a Trailer, P Car Market, uh, Cars and Bids, and our favorite Rad for Sale. Uh, We have some cool cars lined up to talk about today uh, because that's what we do every day at the nine o'clock hour. We wade through all the cars for sale and all these automotive enthusiast auction sites, whittle them down to the most interesting ones. So you don't have to wade through all those crappy cars. We just find the good ones. They're not necessarily good ones, but the most interesting ones. Uh, and uh, we'll go ahead and nerd out on those cars. And not only will we nerd out, uh, give you our opinions and some facts and figures and info on those cars, but we'll get to the good part, which is what do we think they will actually hammer for at the end of the respective auctions today? All the cars that we will talk about today are cars that will close today. Um, except for the cars from last week, because we always start off every show with going over uh, our previous predictions, and we uh, check ourselves as we wreck ourselves, because as it turns out, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We're very bad at this. Uh, so anyways, all that, that was a mouthful. Michael Deeb uh, over there in San Francisco, how was your weekend? Oh, the weekend was good, JP. Uh, it's been weird, though. Like, uh, like Saturday, we pulled the boat out of the water to get it serviced and took it to Sacramento to drop it off at a dealer. And then Sunday, we went to a day party. My brother-in-law was spinning at an Italian restaurant in North Beach, and people are out on the street. San Francisco is definitely reopened. Uh, the mass reopening of California is on the 15th. Uh, and the last thing I have to report to you in Vegas, while I know you are gearing up for five straight days of weather this week, where <laughs> the weather will be over 110 degrees for five straight days. I don't yeah. know if you've looked at your forecast, but yeah. I would stay indoors. Outside right now, it's foggy. The ground is wet. The car is wet. It's a whole layer of dew on everything, and it's warm out. And that wow. is really weird. When it's foggy and warm, it's a monkey's birthday. Wow. So happy yeah. birthday to me, I guess. I don't know. That's a weird one. Yeah, we are definitely looking at some heat here in Las Vegas. Uh, mm. Tonight we have uh, the Red Rock Motor uh, Red Rock Motor Club at the Red Rock 
uh, is that country now club. your show? Is that now your show? Well, it's not my show. It's Chef Show. That is it's Chef, Chef show. show. Yeah, but you're helping. Gonna, yeah, I'm. I'm giving them a hand, kind of getting it going. Uh, yep. We got a lot of people coming out. Uh, they're kind of redoing it. Uh, a bunch of stuff going on over there. So, right. um, Red Rock Motor Co. Red Rock Motor Club at the Red Rock Country Club tonight starts around six thirty. Um, Very cool. So if you're a friend of chefs, uh, you're invited. There's no fees. There's no membership. Uh, there's no no charges. There's nobody. That, that's the big thing. Um, they used to have a show there where uh, the promoter was trying to you know get money out of everybody, but uh, we're not. We don't do that. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's going to be a good time. So come on it's- out. As as our friends from DWA say, that's a, it lacks a sense of occasion if you have to pay to go look at somebody's parked car. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You get a plastic card that gets you a discount on what exactly? Nothing. So good luck with that. Um, no, this is a great show. The Red Rock Motor uh, Club is is really nice. It's just cool out there because they they ha- you know they hang the those what are they called? Not patio lights. They're like the cafe lights. Cafe lights out over yeah. the, so the cars like park in between bulbs. the trees and the, yeah you got the old Edison yeah. bulbs and it's just it's just yeah. a it's just really pretty out there. It's gonna be hot, but he's got the misters and um, you know beer awesome. and cool drinks out there in a patio, and then you can always go inside and hang out and have some dinner. Um, at the club it's just it's just a really nice chill sunset social they even have like a cigar lounge like this traveling like a as you're talking about this my toes are curling with massive fomo like i esther and i cannot get out there fast enough it's like, uh like, i think you can get a flight for like 50 bucks you can I'm, make it I'm you can on make the first it. one yeah yeah it's definitely yeah. coming that's crazy how do you like that i'm trying to check my watch to see what time it is and look at that i've got a couple of guys custom bracelets guys i gotta tell you about guys custom bracelets they are our sponsor and we love these things even when they weren't our sponsor uh these are bespoke bracelets made for dudes uh who are into cars or watches or both these things are made with, yeah, paint to sample beads. This is a guard's red bead. Uh, Deep, show them yours. You've got that uh, Rubino yeah. red or something. Uh, Rubino metallic to match my 84 wide body turbo look Carrera. And yeah. the other one uh, has like lava rocks. And, and the clasp is actually like a fishing lure, which is really sick. Yeah. And, uh, and so I have about a dozen of these. These are my two favorites. And, uh, and so I wear these ones all the time. I wore them all weekend, actually. Nice. Yeah, they're all custom made specifically for the person who orders them. Uh, And there's really only one way to get one. It's kind of crazy. You have to go to uh, the Instagram. They don't have a website. They don't have uh, an order page. There's no spot, you know, uh, Shopify, none of that stuff. You have to go to Instagram and look up guys underscore custom and DM the artist. You're actually going to get the artist. You're not going to get some person in another country. Uh, This is how you spell it. It's actually G-Y-X. G-Y-X underscore customs. Uh, that's plural. So G-Y-X underscore customs, guys customs on Instagram. Uh, just go ahead and go over there. You can see a bunch of cool pictures of, uh, you know, it's just every watch you can think of, Patek Philippe, uh, Rolex, whatever. Um, there's what There are uh, bespoke bracelets made to match those watches and the cars as well. And she's even apparently making them to match guns, I heard. So I, I heard oh, little, little Birdie oh, oh. told me one. Sounds like Rami ordered a few. Yeah, they're, they're going to be really cool. So it's like, you know, they're bracelets to match dude stuff uh yeah. so get your guys customs bracelet today order now all right uh let's go ahead and get to the show we always started off with the uh, our predictions from the last show and so our last show was on friday uh we had a pretty interesting lineup then let's see and how we did huh? we had my, matt whitesell from that's right rubber mr whitesell was yeah. with us Absolutely. finally 
finally had his first appearance as a third nerd on the Bid Nerds on Friday, uh, coming to us live uh, from headquarters HQ in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, he joined us on Friday, and it was actually great to have him on. Uh, by the way, JP, he's actually pretty good at this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be we keep we hey. keep inviting these people that are better at us uh, yeah. than at our yeah. own game. Yeah, he he actually won a couple of these, so that might also be his last appearance on the Bid Nerds. As we mm. find somebody who's terrible at this, mm. uh, let's see our big <laughs> car of the day, John. I think we started with that 2011 Porsche 911 GTS. We what we're talking about here is a 997.2 coupe with a manual transmission. And as we were looking at this car on Friday you were reminiscing to suggest that we have never covered a 7.2 stick coupe ever on the show. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't argue that. I think that's right. I, that might be the only one we've ever done. Certainly not a GTS. Well, definitely not a GTS, but, mm -hmm. uh, but certainly not an S uh, coupe uh, with a stick. And so anyway, this is, these are just becoming really hard to find. Now, you made a really good point. When you look back at the, sort of the history, uh, you know, we went into a massive global recession at the end of 08 that really affected economies around the world through 09, through 10, and into parts of 11. So when we look at a car uh, that is marketed as a 2011, this vehicle was built in 2010 during a global recession. And at that time, Porsche was not tripping a lot of cars. And so... Uh, there's just not a lot in the marketplace because they're hot. There's just not a lot in the marketplace because they didn't build or bring as many to the U.S. at that time. That's the take. Um, my, we might be wrong on that, but I think that's pretty good. So anyway, we kind of look at the value of this thing. I said $99,000. I went up, and um, you guys went higher still. You said $118,000, which is, uh, I think, close to sticker. Uh, and Matt Weitzel said $115,000, kind of splitting our two bids, but closer to you. Uh, our car sold on P car market for just $93,500. Now, by all accounts in any other summer, you'd say that's a pretty good result for, uh, you know, a used car. Uh, it's worth mentioning, too, this car had really low miles on it. Wasn't it like 20,000 miles? 22, yeah, 22,000. Yeah, yeah. Really low miles. Uh, the GTS has really beautiful uh, uh, suspension. It's got uh, knockoff wheels. It's got, you know, exhaust and a short shift and sports seats. This is a really nice build. Somebody clearly bought this car and ordered it for themselves. So the question, JP, at $93,500 during a crazy summer where, again, that number would be good any other summer. But this summer, we've seen prices for, for coupes go crazy. Did this guy leave money on the table by not taking it to bring a trailer? Absolutely. It's a bad idea to sell your car on P car market. We see time and time again, uh, those guys failing to meet reserves. Uh, oftentimes really great cars wind up in their deal tank. Uh, and this car, uh, should have broken a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, there's I just, think so. yeah, I mean on BAT, this thing would have been closer to, uh, there's no doubt about it in my mind that this person, um, left at least at the very least $10,000 on the table with his yeah. rushed to get it for sale uh, on PCAR market. This thing is just too darn nice. Um, you can't get anything like this now. 991s are, are fantastic cars, uh, but there's just something about this, you know, slightly shorter wheelbase, smaller 997 car. Uh, and the 992s, same thing. They're, you know, basically a derivative of the 991. So th uh, this is the last of an era. Um, yeah. And, you know, six the feet, best version. Feet. Yeah, really the best version of the 997, other than maybe a dot two you know, uh, GT three, but uh, for right. my money, I'd rather have one of these, um, I, you know, a little less ostentatious and just almost as much power half, and half the cost. Yeah. 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 And exactly. So this, this man, 
absolutely this thing should have broken $100,000 and I think is a massive uh, fail on PCAR market not getting that kind of money for it. And once again, you know that they're sitting in their Long Island used car lot patting themselves on the back going, look how great we are because we sold this car. Um, shame on you guys, man. That's just... You, yeah. you the the thing that surprises me when, when PCAR market does a, like a transaction like this is that the consigner was okay with a low reserve. And I yeah. just feel like if you have that car with that build, with those miles that if you could afford a couple of weeks, like just take yourself, take a month to catch your breath yeah. and put it on BAT. Um, you can set yourself a 95 to maybe hundred thousand dollar reserve. Um, and then get, you know, 110 or your price at 118 would be yeah. within, you know, be in play. But here at 93,000, where was the reserve set at 90 grand? That seems criminal for that car. At 110, what do you get that compares with this car? What is out there for sale right now that you could get for $110,000? It's as good as this. So a higher mile 997.1 GT3 would be the comp, I think. That's yeah. that's the performance car that you'd be looking at. But this is a dot two, so it's got nicer everything else. It's got knockoff yeah. wheels. It's also normally aspirated. Has the same or more horsepower. You know what I mean? It's that's that's the comp is a dot one GT3. But the only way to get one for 110 is if it's got 45,000 miles on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and twice, and you're not seeing a lot of those. I mean, I think I, no. I think you see more GT3 997 GT3s than you do GTSs. I mean, well, how many GTSs have you seen at all for sale in yeah. the last couple a, of a years? Forty-five thousand mile GT3's got a few over revs on it too. That car's yeah, probably right. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this yeah. car looks mint. This yeah. car looks really nice. So yeah, yeah it's it's hard to find an, an apropos comp for that. So that's a yeah. that's a great take. JP, let's jump over All to right. Rad for sale. They had this really cool car. You and I are actually familiar with this vehicle because we we covered one of these a couple months ago on Hemmings. I really don't remember what that car brought. I don't feel like looking at my notes. I just want to talk about this one. 89 Dodge Dakota Sport, which means it's a convertible small pickup truck with a <laughs> you know a crappy drivetrain from Dodge. It's all-wheel drive. It's a V6. It's a three-speed automatic. But nobody, I mean, you know, I know Chevy made that, what they call it, the SSR, JP? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but that, that car looked like a concept car. This was just the regular truck, but a full convertible. Uh, those velour seats take me back, man. That mm. is hilarious. I can smell that interior when you look at the photos. Uh, crappy Ew. car, but really neat build. Yeah, it was right. Uh, anyways, uh, we had a little fun with this thing. I said 12,000. I was the high man. You said 11. Uh, and uh, Matt said uh, 10,000. Well, our car didn't get another bid, even after bid nerds threw some mojo on it. Uh, Rad for Sale didn't get another bid on this car. It failed to sell at the bid that it was at hours earlier when we looked at it, $6,000. And so this vehicle remains available somewhere in Southern California. Uh, but I'm bummed. I, you know, you'd love to see Rad for Sale sell a car like that. Uh, and like like you said, market it with a look. If you, if you buy the car off this, you get free, you know, a free admission to park your car at the next Rad Radwood in your area, stuff like that. I, I just feel like they need to play up the irony a little bit further. These cars should come to their marketplace with Radwood decals on there. There, there need to be props involved, like the overcoat yeah. and the boom box. And a, and, a, and, a, and a Slurpee from the gas and sip, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, what are, yeah. like, like have fun with it. Like, there's no way this should have failed to sell at 6,000 bucks. That's all the money for that car. Uh, anyways, you know, well, Matthew, yeah, you know, Matthew's been hitting me up all weekend looking for a car to bring to Rad for sale. Mm -hmm. You know, he found like a Maserati TC, one of those, um, oh, you know, yeah, one of those Chrysler, Chrysler yeah, Baron things yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. at some obscure auction. He missed that. That actually went for decent money, apparently too much. He found yeah. a, uh, what we were calling the dinero. It 
was a, a Ferrari <laughs> Dino on a Fiero body. Um, nice. <laughs> you know, and it had like 23,000 miles on it or something. Oh and uh, and it wound up going for some pretty big, I think it went for like almost 20 grand or failed to sell at 20 grand amazing. or something. It's like, what? Absolutely amazing. Um, so he's looking. So since that Dakota didn't happen, uh, yeah. Matthew, if you're watching, you should reach out to our friends. Let's get you connected with Warren. I'm sure they can put you and the yeah. owner of this Dakota together. That would be a great vehicle to bring to Rad for Sale because it was on Rad for Sale. I mean, how, that's yeah. how perfect is that? So yeah, yeah, do that. All right. So um, Matt, uh, let's see. I got the GTS because I was the low man. Uh, Matthew technically got the uh, Dakota Sport, but you were closer between us. Hmm. Uh, we also looked on cars and bids. Uh, was this 2001 BMW M Coupe in silver? Uh, this is the one that did have the subframe connectors and um, some aftermarket suspension an air filter and some braided brake lines. This was a low mile S54. So we're talking 315 horsepower in a BMW Z3 M coupe. I mean, th this is just, I, I, you know, I've never actually driven this car. Mm. I, I pined to drive one of these on a back road, like for a whole weekend down in LA with like the professor, like that would just oh, be amazing in this car. Yeah. Uh, total cheater. I mean, you'd be faster than any air cooled 911, but um, just look at that thing. Time, I, right? I, yeah, I, I love the way this car looks. I love that BMW made it, and I, I, by all accounts, it's probably as fun to drive as it as it appears to be. I, and so we keep covering these cars. Obviously, you're you're pining for the Z4 uh, M Coupe, and I'm pining for the Z3 M Coupe. It's pretty funny. We'll probably wind up with a couple BMWs one of these days. I said 39 grand. JP, you did 40. Uh, and Matt Weitzel did 45. He almost got a Yahtzee. This car sold for $44,000. Wow. Uh, so chalk it up to his second win of the day. Uh, and that's two of yours to one of mine. Uh, BAT also had a 63 Porsche 356B Cabriolet. Um, is this not like basically the, the, the living embodiment of your car, right? I have a fake version of one of these. Yeah, uh, B, which B, is pretty rare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. B, I have a B convertible uh, replica in red. So I'm pretty stoked to get this out there. This car yeah. uh, looks like a lot of fun, but it has the original 1600 engine. Um, yeah. I'm stoked about mine because it has a 2365 and it rips. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I man, looking at this car, I just want to go out and... Of course, it's 115 degrees out, so I don't really want to go drive it right now. But, no, uh, not not yeah. next week. But but yeah. you'll be happy with this result, JP. I said 95. Weitzel said 105. Mm -hmm. You took what sounded like a crazy over at 125, and you were vindicated. Our mm -hmm. car sold on BAT on Friday for $120,000. JP, that's your win. Nice. And then the last car was uh, also up there in Portland in uh, uh, Matt's backyard. Our friends at Avant Garde, um, the 911R is their handle on BAT. Um, I feel like their entire business model is to bring these cars to their shop, get them photographed by their in-house photographer that does a very good job. Uh, and then they take nice video and then they put, seems like they put every piece of their inventory on BAT and that's how their model works. Uh, so this is a 1976 Porsche 912E with some mods. The steel wheels are the first thing to jump off the page. Uh, Love the little mobile Pegasus on the side. Uh, the car is lowered. It wasn't in great condition, but uh, it's a real driver's car. It's just hard to wrap your brain around the prices that 912s are bringing, especially ones that aren't, like, say, restored. This car's just been modded to be a driver's example. So I went $48,000. Uh, you took the over at 49 and Matt went crazy and said 50. Our car got like one or two more bids, but it stalled out and sold um, really close to where we were looking at it. It sold for $40,500. Uh, so JP 
You had yourself a week, my friend. 13 wins and a Yahtzee. We also enjoyed a draw together. I had a Yahtzee as well, uh, but I only got 10 wins. So you won the week. It was a pretty even week, though. Uh, yeah. But there you go. Not bad. Uh, it was fun to have guests like Warren Madsen and Matt Weitzel on the show. Thank you, guys. They did a great job, didn't they? Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get to today's cars. But before we, we do that, yeah. yeah, go ahead. You wanted to say something? Well, it, it, but before we jump into today's cars, I want to cover that other car from Sunday. So if you had an announcement, do it. But let's look at that Toyota. from. No, Sunday. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And when I say today's cars, it's just the, the, yeah. the new stuff. So um, basically what I wanted to say was, hey, uh, help us out, guys. You're a nerd. You're watching the show. Uh, you're listening to the show. Go over and uh, give us a subscribe, a like. Uh, hit those notification buttons on YouTube. That really helps us out. And you've probably done that already. So really the next step for you, if you want to help out the nerds and find us some more nerds to watch the show, go over to bring a trailer, go over to rad for sale, go over to P car market, go to cars and bids, go to the places where the cars that we're talking about, uh, are being listed. So for instance, that, uh, that avant guard car, you know, that nine twelve. uh, any of the cars that we talk about today, go over to the respective auction site. And in the comment section below, say you heard about the car on bid nerds that really, really helps us out. You know, those are our people, the people that are in the comment sections on these auction sites are people that need to know about the bid nerds because they're people that can play along. They're people that are watching these auctions, just like we are having a good time with it. Let's see if they can play the game as well as you you guys can uh and see how much better at it than we are that uh you know because everyone's better at it than we are we're just not very good at it um <laughs> and it's our own devious. game huh that's as devious as it is genius but yeah please <laughs> go over there go over there and uh and make a friend you know yeah, talk, man. To, talk to let people everyone... that are bidding and let them know that that you saw that car that they're interested in on our show uh and that'll help us out and that'll keep us going it really does. All right, guys. Let's uh, so let's get to the cars today. Now, over the weekend, uh, you know something that's changed fairly recently is Bring a Trailer started closing auctions on Saturday and Sunday as well. Uh, all the other auction sites are only Monday through Friday. Uh, so BAT is the only one, uh, the only auto enthusiast auction site that is uh, closing auctions during the weekend. Um, so they had a pretty interesting result. You wanted, you saw over the weekend. You were paying attention. I was yeah. not uh, to yeah. this Land Cruiser and you kind of teed me up on this yeah so what's the just skinny on this bit. thing all right so jp just we're just playing like an impromptu uh bid nerd on this car mm-hmm. what we're looking at is a 1994 toyota land cruiser fzj 80 uh that is a 4.5 liter straight six matted to a four-speed automatic uh with a two-speed transfer case this is an all-wheel drive uh when i say those numbers to you is that a special model is the fzj 80 a special edition of the land cruiser because this one is just a dark emerald pearl paint with gray leather upholstery uh it looks like any other land cruiser you've seen at the mall with a mom and two kids uh spilling out of it um this car is uh located was offered out of nashaw new hampshire and uh and jp the only special thing about this vehicle if you can't tell me deep that's a really really rare version of the car because uh, it's not manual, it's not diesel, it's not anything weird. It's a one-owner car, uh, and it's largely unused. And I mean largely unused. Our car has a 1,000 miles on it. Wow. So that is now, amazing. That you know, okay. now that you know the secret sauce, it's a green 90s SUV with a 1,000 miles out of Japan. What do you think that car is worth, JP? Oh, and if you want, I'll give gosh. you my number first. Well, but you already know. 
Or well, you... no, no, I give no, no, I give you my number. Like if I was looking at this car without looking yeah. at the result, I'd say this is a forty-five to maybe fifty thousand dollar car with a thousand miles on it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, with normal miles, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, most of these have, you know, most of them have hundreds of thousands of miles. Yeah, a great thing about, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so, good for a couple hundred thousand miles. That's the yeah, reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, these are one of the most reliable SUVs of all time, and they have full diff locks, uh, you know, so they are formidable the off-road, off-road vehicles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And this was, like, the first vehicle that kind of, like, you know, sure, Land Rover was out there with these luxury SUVs in the in the late '80s and stuff like that. But they were absolute pieces of garbage. Everything broke. Uh, you know, this was J- Japan said, oh, "All right, we're going to make a super luxo uh, off road SUV," and they just nailed it with this thing. Um, I'm going to say eighty something. I'll go eighty five, yeah. just because. Yeah. Now, what do you get I'm- brand new? That's you know, right. and so Toyota, Toyota put leather in these really good yeah. air conditioning. There's wood trim on the dash. Uh, and I think Lexus's first SUV was built on this platform. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair to say? That but is with correct. VA, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, this is a real venerable, but not for a few years later. Yeah. Right. Right. So JP, I said 50, you said 80. Would you believe that our two bids together didn't reach the result? Wow. This car sold on Sunday for $136,000. Wow. You and I together missed it by six grand. How Dang, crazy is that? that Isn't that is amazing? Insane. Hey, hey, Buddha, if you're watching, I found your SUV. It's in New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, if bonkers that- is... Go ahead, give it to me. Is that yeah. really, I think that result's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there there's a lot of these, but I mean, not with a thousand miles. That is museum. I mean, there's ridiculous. probably That's, not another that car's one. Car's not going to get driven. That car's yeah. not going to get driven. It's going to get yeah. shown. It's going to get museum and display, but that car's not going to get driven. And this is one of the cars that I would suggest that that's correct. I mean, you probably shouldn't drive this one. This one is so nice uh, and so well-preserved. You know, it needs to be saved for future generations, I guess. I don't know. It it is a shame that it's not going to be driven, but... In Seattle, Seattle, growing up there in the late 90s, were you guys making fun of making fun of people who bought green cars and then they couldn't unload them because the market was flooded with green cars. <laughs> but they never were. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, forever, this was a $4,000, $5,000 car for probably 10, 15, 20 years. Um, you know, with, with high miles and stuff like that. And a ones, nice yeah. one, like the nicest yeah. one there was would maybe bring, you know, 12 or something like that. So, uh, 136,000. Yeah. That's a big deal. A straight six with an automatic. I, again, you know, it's not like it's a homologation special to do the Paris Dakar. You know, it doesn't have a diesel and a snorkel from the factory. It's not loaded with TRD stuff. Imagine if you found a Land Rover, uh, you know, a D 90 or something like that with only a thousand miles on it. You know, imagine how much that would go for. Holy freaking cow. Um, Yeah. Quarter of a mil. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Be another, be another hundred grand. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, All right. Anyways, well, that was a pretty amazing. Uh, that's pretty amazing over the result. weekend. Yeah, uh, glad glad you picked that up. All right. Well, let's get to the cars that are closing today. Uh, we've got some pretty amazing ones, uh, including another opportunity for P car market to completely uh, <laughs> screw something up. You, if you oh, have man. a nine nine six GT three. Uh, from 2004 with only 4,000 miles on it. That, that's a car that's going to be worth a lot of money. Would you put it on uh, P-Car Market, or would you just wait and put it on, bring a trailer? Tell us about this car, and then, then let's answer that question. That's a really good question, JP. I, I really think if you have something special, something distinctly special like this, two 
thousand four GT3. It's the only year they brought it to the United States. This car has four thousand original miles. Uh, and I'm trying to search my results. I feel like we looked at a white one not that long ago that had ceramics and like 9,000 miles uh, and was Grand Prix white. And that car brought like almost 200 grand. I think it was like $190,000. But this car on P Car Market JP is offered to us out of Morristown, Tennessee. Uh, and with three hours to go, is sitting at just $100,000. So do we think this car is going to bring another 90 grand at the close on, on P Car Market? No, I seriously doubt it. Uh, which means this car is going to be brought for like sort of regular money, um, which is ridiculous because this car is almost arguably as special as that uh, 94 Land Cruiser that went for $136,000. So is that Land Cruiser going to bring more than this GT3? That's the, you know, that becomes a question. Is mm. 140 the watermark for this car? Because that's where it, you know, it probably should be in a regular market. But this summer, Cars are going crazy. 996 are absolutely stratospheric in, in today's market. We saw a C2 cab bring almost 50 grand. So, you know, this thing should be 175 to $180,000 like that last one was. The big difference here is steel brakes uh, and silver paint versus Grand Prix white and ceramics. Uh, but this is still a great collector car. You could do the occasional drive in this thing and still have perhaps an appreciating asset. This car, in the you know, could could very well make it up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars if this market climb continues. So, nine nine six GT three is the first Mesker uh, available engine. The first GT three brought to the U.S. Uh, excellent condition, uh, beautiful car, super low miles. Uh, sky's the limit for this thing, but perhaps not on this platform. Uh, as you said, almost every show we have witnessed. Uh, P-Car markets do really well, and we have witnessed them fall flat on their face. And at the moment, this car is failing to do what it should. Now, again, they have three hours to go. Anything could happen at the end. But uh, we're a long way from where that last result should dictate this car should fall, which would be near that $200,000 watermark. Uh, so, JP, what do you think? Uh, P-Car market going to surprise us at the end, or is this one going to kind of go where it should? Uh, where, where they typically go, which is which is to sort of let down the consigner. And tomorrow when we talk about this result, we're going to, instead of eating crow, we're going to be saying, this guy's an idiot. He should have taken it to BAT. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talking about that GTS earlier, we did say on the show that, oh man, if it doesn't get anywhere near our bids, uh, PECAR market really is a failure. Uh, and, you know, again, I think this is another one of those cars that uh, is going to sell for a pretty big number. Uh, and the Long Island uh, used car guys are going to pat themselves on the back, just like they did at the GTS. Uh, but it's going to be money on the table lost for uh, whoever uh, was selling it. So maybe that means there's an opportunity here. Uh, you can look at this car and go, all right, whatever it sells for here, it's going to get more on BAT. So uh, just buy it here and, uh, and and turn it around, drive it for a while, and then sell it over there. Um, this is just one of the greatest driver cars of all time um, with 4,000 miles. I don't think I've seen one with that few miles no, since they were new. Um, I find it curious that it has the center console and a few odd uh, options that I've never really seen checked yeah. off before, but you know, whatever this thing, it's a GT three. Uh, and it's boy, there was, I, I, myself included, I was someone that really discounted these and I've always liked nine, nine sixes. Uh, but I kind of always preferred the wide bodies and, and these have really grown on me. Um, I remember driving them when they were contemporary and going, wow, this really is what it everyone says it is. Remember, uh, Paul from auto kennel said to us on our show, the first time we had him on, he yeah. said, guys, he goes, this is my favorite contemporary 911, period. Yeah, this is yeah. the best driving car they have made that's not air-cooled. 
I would certainly Here. agree with him, and yeah. uh, and I would certainly rather have this car uh, than a 997 GT3. I'll just go ahead and say that out with, with my outside wow. voice. Hell, I would wow. probably rather drive one of these than a 991 GT3. Uh, save wow. a save a dot two with a manual. I mean, certainly rather have this than any of the you know dot one PDK yeah. things. Um, sure. You know, I want nothing to do with one of those. But this thing is just oh my god, that's hot. Um, so hot. yeah, where's it gonna? What's where do you think it's gonna land on P car market? What do you think it's gonna land on P car market? And what do you think it should land? So okay, we got so two numbers here, here. Here we go. So in my memory, and I had salt water on the brain because it was Monday the 24th of last month, right? Mm. What are we in right now? June? So okay. no, this goes back. But anyway, Lane Skelton was on the show. Uh, that 2004 GT3 that we looked at was actually on P car market, the white one with the ceramics. Mm. I said 136. You said 140. That car sold for 193000 on P car market, which mm. is crazy. So with that in mind, I will change my bid and say that that crazy result because it was on P-Car Market. Because P-Car Market has the potential to bring this consigner the money that he's looking for. Um, so I had put 140 grand uh, yesterday. I'm going to change my bid to $159,000. Yeah, I'll take your bid at a buck forty, and it's worth a lot more for sure. Um, okay. okay. You know, and again, it's PCAR market, so who the heck knows, man? It is such a gamble, and I don't know why, with such a blue chip, uh, high demand, perfect car, why you would gamble. Just go to BAT. BAT. Uh, this is a car that belongs on Bring a Trailer. Period. End of story. Wait the four or five weeks that it takes to get on there. Take some better pictures than this, too, guys. Come on, man. Uh, you got a hundred thousand plus car. Pay somebody a little bit of money to take proper pictures and you know get some romance out of this thing. This is that one of the most beautiful cars last, ever. That last result on P Car Market caused mm -hmm. Lane to call you back, and weren't you guys discussing? the potentiality that possibly they, they were laundering money through the site. Like, yeah. like, like how do you justify 193,000? That's a crazy number. Like that's a number that RM Sotheby's has never gotten, you know, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of dough for that car. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so anyways, I think 159 based on the result of that other car, um, I don't think they're going to do 190,000 again, even though this car has less miles. Um, but I will go high on this and say that the whole reason this car is on the site is because that last car brought so much money. So where was where, where was that fifty thousand dollar C two coupe or uh, cab? Was that on P car or was that on Bring a Trailer? Uh, bring a Trailer. That was on BAT, yeah. So BAT I think the <laughs> there might be some yeah. la money laundering going on on some of these sites. I don't know, man. That's know, uh, that's a little stuff. weird. Yeah, well, it's pure speculation. Numbers. We don't know. We're just uh, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. We're not making accusations. Yeah. We're just it's trying just to, like, hmm. like the rest of you, we're trying to understand how do you pay one hundred thirty-six thousand dollars for a Land Cruiser or fifty-two thousand dollars for a C two cab with four owners and an IMS bearing that needs to be done. I mean. You know, 193 for a 10,000 mile GT3 when they're struggling to sell those for 130 on Hemmings. There's cars that have been listed for a year on Hemmings at 119 and 130 with 12,000 miles that haven't sold. But these guys suddenly get 200 grand for one. I it just come on, man. Like, mm, we're, that's I'm standing fishy. right here. Yeah, I'm yeah. standing right here. I, you know, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Like, I can, I, I can hear you. So, all right. Where do you want to go, JP? Uh, let's let's go. Let's let's look at some Italian. Let's uh, let's okay. throw a little red wine in the in the mix here. All we right. could use so, a drink this morning. It's there's Monday. an outfit. There's an outfit in Emeryville, uh, right by our friend Sohan, uh, called Fantasy Junction. And Fantasy Junction, JP, has been in business for forty years at least, as mm. far as I know. Um, uh, Spencer Trenery, who's our age, now runs the shop for his father, uh, and they um, take consignments. And this is a 1961. Alfa Romeo Giulietta Sprint Coupe. 
Uh, this car would have come stock with a 1600cc motor and a five-speed manual transmission. It's rear-wheel drive, and these are beautiful cars to look at and really wonderful handling cars, even if they don't make a lot of horsepower. This car has been sort of resto-modded. Now, it looks absolutely bone stock, but it's got new leather interior. It's got a reworked uh, differential. It's got... Um, two Weber carburetors that are oversized and exhaust headers with Magnaflow mufflers. Um, there's a front disc uh, brake upgrade with Coney shocks and they refurbished the 15 inch wheels. The motor has also been punched out to 1700 cc's. And so we're probably talking about a car that makes, you know, like a legit 130, 140 horsepower and probably weighs comfortably under 2000 pounds. This is probably an 1800 pound car. So that little recipe is actually a lot of fun. And these cars sound great. And they, like I said, they handle really well. They handle a lot better than you possibly could imagine for a car that was really designed in the 1950s. So this is a nice example. It's a no reserve auction. Uh, it's being represented by a reputable company and Fantasy Junction. Uh, and I think I might even know the guy who owns this car. We'll see. I'll, I'm going to call him after the show and find out if this was his car now that I'm looking at it again. Uh, but JP, what do you think, man? Nice car. I... I no reserve auction. This is going to sell today. How much fun would it be to rock a car like that? Like this, this car went head to head in racing all around the world against a 356. This was the Italian alternate to a 356. It wasn't a V12 Ferrari. It was this little Alpha. These cars went head to head for a decade and, and they're legendary. You know what I mean? Yeah, it looks like a ton of fun. I've never driven one. Uh, it's just such a classy little, hot little Italian thing. Uh, and you yeah. got to love something like this. I mean, it's it's one of those cars that, uh, I, who doesn't love a red alpha of this era? Um, is it on my list of things that I want? I mean, you know, sure, but not really. I mean, I, I, I'll yeah. never be searching for something like this. This definitely takes someone that knows what it is, has some kind of background in it, uh, has a, you know, has some kind of history around these. Um, their dad had one or somebody knew one or whatever. I just, you know, they really are beautiful to look at. And it's, it's one of those, it's just a great car to discover. Um, as you're kind of looking through all the amazing cars that pop up on bring a trailer, this is something that probably most of us, even car enthusiasts don't even know, just really don't know anything about them. And just like, Oh, look at that. That's beautiful. Who cares how cool, who cares about the performance? It's just, it's just a wonderful thing to behold. Uh, how with that said, how much is something like this worth? Where is this going to land? I, I don't even know. So that's a good question. Our, our car, I, I think, is languishing at just $40,000 with an hour and a half to go uh, out of Berkeley or Emeryville, California, just across the Bay Bridge here. Um, I would think that this car is worth, you know, in that sixty-five dollars to $80,000 range. Uh, but our car has a ways to go if it's going to get there. Um, so I'm going to do a slightly conservative bid on this no reserve auction. I'm going to say $59,000 because it's not showing signs of life, but uh, it's it's at 40 grand on just six bids, JP, and that's why I'm going 59. Look, it, it could come out of the woodwork and make 70 grand, but it doesn't look like it's going to. So I think somebody's going to rip this car today for less than 60,000 bucks. Where are you at? Yeah, we actually discovered one of these over the weekend. Uh, we were driving out to Overton and uh, we were having breakfast uh, a bunch of guys hanging out, uh, mental and, uh, Jason. And we were all just like, you know, jawing up at La Fonda's in Overton. Yeah. Uh, and, um, 
some a fella kind of came over to us and said, "Oh, you guys are car guys. I've got some cars for sale. Come over to my place and check them out." So we're like, "Okay." So we drove up the road and uh, we went to his house and he this guy had an old you know a barn and he had a bunch of um, you know he had a he had like two or three Buick specials uh, wow. from like 1937. He wow. had so he had a bunch of like American Muscle stuff yeah. uh, and it's stuff that unfortunately you know I, I don't know a whole lot about uh, and they were really really neat cars and it was really cool that he showed us the cars but you know certainly stuff that i don't uh is not in our wheelhouse but he happened to have one of these a convertible version uh oh, sitting God. out in the desert with a with a tarp over it and it oh, was in God. you know terrible terrible now. condition <laughs> yeah. what's that you're just telling me now <laughs> i know right so uh it's just sitting there you can go buy it it's uh it needs a lot of love apparently it had an engine fire or something like that yeah, but yeah. uh you know it's on blocks it's probably been sitting there for 20 years but uh if oh, anybody great. wants that car reach out to me and uh, i'll put you in touch um yeah. uh, or if you want a 37 special four-door or two-door uh he has a bunch of weird stuff in his garage so yeah but um uh yeah so that's uh, it's the kind of car that I would imagine would be pretty amazing if it were put back together, but it's going to take a, is it a $60,000 car when it's put back together? Uh, maybe, uh, it's probably going to take 80 to get it there. So I don't know. Um, yeah. so your bid was what? 50, what was your bid on this 59. car? 59. 59. Yeah, I'll go pure guess. I'll go 55. So it doesn't have a whole lot of action and it's an older car. And, uh, I think what's driving a lot of this market is younger guys, you know, guys in their thirties and forties with some extra dough. Uh, that never really had it before. And this is just not a car that's on their radar. Uh, a, a, you know, a decade newer GTV or, you know, any, a lot of those alphas, people right. in their 30s and 40s can, you know, remember. But this is just, this goes too far back. Yeah, this is a, this is a car for the boomers. And, yeah. and they are getting off of cars. They're not buying cars. So, Unfortunately, right. that was kind of the case with those uh, Buicks. The guy was asking me, oh, are you guys interested? And I'm like, uh, you know, and the guy was obviously in his 70s. And it's like, I'm afraid it's it's dudes like you that want these, and there's fewer and fewer of dudes like that guy. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, all right. Well, it's a beautiful car. Good luck uh, to whoever winds up with it. Hopefully, it's someone that gets to drive it and uh, and uh, bring it yeah, to car shows. A, that car is done up to be an absolute driver car. That car would rip on a. On a all right. Well, speaking of drivers' cars, let's uh, let's get off the road and uh, let's maybe uh, what can we get something that could be kind of fun out in the mud? How about this thing? Cars and bids. Doug DeMiro did it again. Look at this thing, JP. Mm. Out of Norwood, Maryland is a 105,000 mile um, Camel Trophy participant. Uh, so, the, I mean, what can you say? It's, it looks like a Land Rover Discovery, which it basically is. But it this is, one yeah. has a 2.5 liter turbo diesel. That's an inline four 2.5 liter turbo diesel with a five-speed manual. I don't know that they brought that drivetrain to the United States. I mean, this one's a right-hand drive. Yeah. yeah, so this is uh, pure unobtainium. And the list of mods, I'm just going to kind of run through this, right? So um, off-road tires, uh, anti-glare bonnet, uh, front winch, a husky winch, uh, recovery points on the hitches, limb risers with center tensioners, uh, manual... Hey, Michael, could you uh, talk into your mic? You're, uh, where you getting? Sure. you're getting really quiet there. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Sorry. Uh, got a roll cage, fire extinguisher, console-mounted connector uh, for the winch with the remote. Uh, air conditioning delete, soundproofing delete. I mean, it's like, it's like they built a GT3 out of an off-road vehicle. It's been lightened and beefed up with heavier-duty equipment to, you know, survive and compete in competition. And this vehicle 
you know, we just never got there. The suspension is all beefed up. The electrical has got extra lights and all these different things, heavy duty alternator, high output starter. All this stuff is on here and it's all from the factory. So despite the condition, you know, this is basically a factory race car. And this car did compete um, in the 1995 edition of the Camel Trophy held in Central America. It was piloted, you know, not very far. It's about a thousand miles, but it's like through, <laughs> you know, it's like crawled for a thousand miles through Belize, Mexico, and yeah. Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. So, I mean, this is just a really neat spec vehicle that we never get in the U.S. Uh, and and they're kind of from a bygone era. So, just a really neat vehicle that is, you know, on a title in the U.S. Uh, offered out of Maryland. This is a private party auction, and uh, it's sitting at. $17,000 JP on 35 bids. Uh, this car got more action overnight than any of our five. So uh, what do you think of this thing? Yeah, it's kind of like an RS, uh, RS America 964. You know, they, Porsche built a bunch of cars that you could buy from the factory and just take straight to the racetrack. Uh, these were kind of built for the, the trophy course. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, this is just, you know, Porsche made the, the Cayenne, uh, what is it, the uh, Trans-Siberian as an homage right. to their, uh, you know, their Dakar uh, Cayennes. And it's like, right. well... Those were just an homage. This thing was the real deal. This real is car. like, yeah, yeah, this is like uh, Porsche saying, "All right, we're going to build this uh, Dakar vehicle and then sell that one." <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, you know that's not something you can get. This is this, something that yeah, you can this actually, is yeah, more akin to a nine six four Cup car. You know, this yeah. is built for yeah. a series and it raced in that series. This is like yeah. an entire Cup car. So um, it's legit. Our friend uh, Brant over at uh, 900 Series here in Las Vegas had a replica of one of these that he built, and it was darn close. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just I keep kicking myself in the butt. Uh, he wanted to sell it to me stupid cheap. And, of course, it wasn't a real one, but it was formidable. Yeah. Uh, it had all the stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I wish I could have uh, taken advantage of it, but unfortunately I couldn't at the time. Um, so, yeah, this thing, uh, where is it going to land? That's, that's a, the right-hand drive, I think, is going to hold it back where do you think it's gonna what do you think is gonna climb up to well i i think it's gonna break 20 pretty easily jp yeah. uh, it's sitting at um 17,250 on 35 bits it was at 15,000 in the mic buddy bits. in the mic you're yeah, getting really quiet my man yeah maybe my battery's dying anyways yeah. um it was it got 10 bids overnight the bids are in small increments i think this car is gonna make it to 20 grand i'm gonna go $23,000, JP. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's solid. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to say 25 and say it might reach 30 because yeah. this is kind of a special thing. Uh, it's beat to hell, but who cares? Uh, some, you know, it's kind of cool to be able to get something like this and actually go use it. Uh, if it weren't right-hand drive, if it were a left-hand drive vehicle, which they didn't make any of these in left-hand drive, uh, this would be the cat's meow. Um, but uh, anyways, sure. yeah, I, I don't know if this is quite the quite the – the platform for it. This is definitely a BAT car. Um, finding someone on cars and bids that's going to dig this. And, you know, he's got a lot of Land Rover followers, but are they here looking for something like this, as special as this? I don't know. I don't know. We I, there, are eyeballs, there are eyeballs on this auction. It's got two over two hours to go, and it's got 35 bids already, including okay. 10 bids this morning. So nice. they are people in the market. I think this thing's got a really good chance to sell, unless the reserve is way high unrealistic. Like if it's a $50,000 reserve, I don't think it's going to sell yeah. All right. Well, uh, you uh, you want to go camping, uh, but you don't really want to go through the mud. You want to just roll up to the really cool campsite on the beach and roast some marshmallows. Well, we've got the rig for you. Look at this thing. Yes. Holy cow. 
I, I finally found one, JP. This is the vehicle this I would buy yours. for my wife. She wants an air-cooled, but I would. this is the one I want. Is this 2003 Volkswagen Eurovan Westphalia MV Weekender out of Vancouver, Washington. This one has just 72,000 original miles. Mm. <clears throat> JP, it's a two-owner. It's barely broken in, in Volkswagen speak. That's a 2.8-liter VR6 with a four-speed automatic in black magic pearl with the gray cloth. It's got the awning off the side, which I think is probably um, a, uh, an accessory. But the Westphalia means it's a factory pop-up top, uh, and you can sleep in this thing. I, I just think this is the coolest version of all of them put together. I, this is the one that I would choose. Uh, I think it's totally rad. It'd be fun to tow your race car and go spend the weekend out at Spring Mountain, uh, or we could tow an air-cooled and go out and spend the weekend in L.A. with the professor. This would be really fun. I, I think, or, or the Emory Campout. This would be great for the Emory mm -hmm. Campout. So I want one of these. I just don't think I can afford one. Uh, JP, with uh, an hour and a half to go, our car is sitting at $33,000, um, which is really just a start. I, I think this thing's going to have a really strong finish. Uh, what say you? Agreed. I would way rather have a Weekender over a Westphalia. I think the Westphalia stuff takes up too much space. Uh, and uh, I think there's far more efficient ways to get camping stoves and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so this really opens up what, unfortunately, in the Eurovans, the interiors are kind of, even though technically there's more cubic feet inside of Westphalia than there is a Vanagon, the usable space is just... It's not. It doesn't feel as cavernous as a Vanagon does, and I don't. I can't figure that out. My math head just doesn't. That doesn't make sense. That there's more room in these. If you stay, if you get in one of these, it does not feel like they have more room than a Vanagon. But apparently they do. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's, you know, the engines in the front of one of these. Um, so you know, you've got a bunch of storage space under the rear seats, um, but you it's not really usable space because the back seats are still kind of forward because they're leaving room for, you know, storage space behind the seats. I think it would have been very interesting when you're inside a Vanagon because there's no engine in the front, the front seats are all the way up to the windshield, which is basically a vertical piece of glass. So that extra couple feet forward, um, even though the rear bench seat is sitting over the engine compartment, uh, and is kind of far forward from the back, it just feels like there's more room. Um, so the inside of a Eurovan just feels a little bit more modern minivanish, but, but the, all that said, this is the weekender. You're not, you don't have the stove in the way you don't have all that junk in the way from a Westphalia. Uh, you've got that fold down table. You've got the rear facing middle seats, uh, which are absolutely fantastic. Uh, that rear seat folds down into a bed and then you've got upstairs still to go because you got the pop top and the Westphalia. Um, people are spending literally six figures and up on sprinter vans. I would right. Way rather have this than a sprinter van because this isn't exactly a handling machine, but compared to a sprinter van, you could actually, you know, not hate life going around corners on a twisty road and a back road. Uh, if you could find this setup in a manual, whoo, Nelly. Um, I think they did. I don't know if they made, you know, I've got to say, I don't know if they made a manual VR6. I know they did in the five cylinder version, the the, the dot ones. Yeah, yeah. but uh, this one, uh, this is this is about as good as it gets. I agree with you. Way better than a sprinter van uh way cooler um and an even a great colorway uh where do we think this one's gonna too. land yeah. yeah yeah jp i'm high on this car i you know we've seen these cars bring big money um mm -hmm. this one's poised for a big finish uh, i said forty five thousand dollars, but this mm -hmm. car got bids overnight it was at 29 grand on 21 bids last night now it's at 
33,000 on two seconds, 26 bids. This thing's going to have a late flurry. I, I'll leave it at 45, but I think this thing's going to break 50. I, it doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it breaks $50,000. Yeah, that's a, boy, look, it's even got the rear slider so you could put stuff on it and slide it in and out. That's, that's one of those things that rear space under the back seat is such a pain in the ass because it's so far forward. So have this uh, little slider thing in there is great. It's got the yeah. awning. Um, good. Yeah, this really is fantastic. This is nice. van life and van and life is well, well under a hundred thousand miles. I yeah. mean, like you got, you know, you get two years before you get 100,000 miles on it. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the service records on these. Uh, the transmissions are you know, kind of problematic. There, there's some there's some little gremlins in these because uh, it is basically a, a Mark III Volkswagen era. But uh, I still love it, and uh, I think it's going to do well. I'm with you. Does it bring 50? I'm going to go ahead and go with you and bet the over, but not much, man. I'm going to park it right. at 48 just a little bit and say, yeah, I think it kisses 50 but doesn't quite get there. Um even okay. though even though a sprinter van with 72,000 miles is going to be 50 so this is way better than a sprinter van anyways all right, right. love it all love right. it good pick for the day okay jp let's go over to rad for sale and i want you to stop on the first photo and just pull it up um, all right we, we have to call our friends out for just a minute here and listen we, hey we buddy hold on i speaking of color i gotta get you in that mic because you were really really yeah. quiet so to finish off the All show right. let's get that barrel chest and get some voice in there we want to hear what michael deeb has to say right everybody yeah. <laughs> okay check it out rad for sale has a mazda miata leave it right there jp uh, we love these guys. Uh, uh, all of them. They're our friends, and we wish them to do really, really well. But that crooked license plate photo, <laughs> as your, as your thing, that guys, what are you? Come on, doing? guys. There's no way I am not going to talk shit about your photo. I mean, you are. This is your honeymoon. The world is watching. Somebody has to have the balls to say no. These photos are unacceptable. Fix your fucking license plate before you bring your car to market. I can't. I mean, like, there's things that drive you nuts, JP. I actually put up with, I think, a little more than you do. But when something crosses the line for me, it's like, what in the hell is up with these photos? I mean, look, this is a great little car. We're talking about a 1999 Mazda Miata MX-5. And it's the 10th anniversary edition. They only made 3,000 for the U.S. Uh, so there's a ton of these out there. But the equipment makes these really great driver's cars. Uh, it's got, from the factory, 15-inch um, wheels, limited slip differential, strut tower brace, Bilsting shocks. Uh, this guy took it a step further and modified his car for track days. So he's got a roll hoop, and he went through the suspension, blah, blah, blah. I, that's fine. It's, it's in the spirit of occasion with Radwood. It's at the, um, you know, it's a 1999. It just squeaks in. Uh, but if you guys are going to let photos like that on the, on the site, I, I just, nobody's ever going to take it seriously. Like, come on, man. You have to tell the consigner he's got to do a better job if he wants to enjoy the privilege of listing the car on your site. And so I, this thing, I, it, listen, it might be some special bracket where he didn't want to drill the front of his front bumper. So it's coming out of that um, opening that, that allows air to hit the radiator, that front grill operate you know whatever it is that opening mm -hmm. but it still has to be straight before you post these photos this is just dude, come on man this is garbage like I, yeah is, anyways, it, is it like one car, of those magnet holders like the dealers have or something or no it, those it, are whatever mm -hmm. yeah whatever it is your car is at forty five hundred dollars on two bids and it's been on there for like nine days like that you know like again nobody's looking at this car seriously it's just it looks i, I don't know it's it, it just it, it's an afterthought and and you guys want to be 
I don't know. I just think you need to aspire to a higher standard. You guys are the most niche of all the niche. Even P-Car Market sells Dotsons, right? So, like, nobody's as niche as you guys have the strictest rules. Take those, take that strict policy all the way through to market and get this stuff fixed. Anyway, whatever. That's my decision. Oh, man. I, yeah, I, this, yeah, that is really kind of anybody with OCD is going to have a problem with this. This car is... Yeah. This car is just bugging me in general. Um, it because it's a good. It's because it's such a good car. Um, I feel like the seller just like not only is that license plate being crooked, kind of like one of those things like, well, did they really take care of this thing? Um, you know, vacuum it out or get the carpets cleaned or maybe replace those floor mats. I mean, floor mats are one of those things that can really make or break a car because you look at this thing, it just looks filthy inside. And when you're using a cell phone to take pictures and you use the flash, there's something, you know, the light gets in all the crevices. You can see in between all the little pieces here. And the car is just filthy. This car, the you know, the, the velour, whatever centers of the seats, um, you know, it it's just, there's stains just like spend a hundred bucks or 200 bucks and get some guy to come out with a steam cleaner, you know, clean off your steering wheel, clean the, it wouldn't take much to make this car really special. Cause it's a, I mean, it's a Miata with all this cool stuff. Um, but it just doesn't look like the, the person that owned it gave two shits about it. And, uh, yeah, I love, I I love it. Look at that. That's just gross, man. I don't want to get in that thing. Yuck. Um, there's, yeah. there's nothing here that is tantalizing about this car. Plus, there's a ton of them in the marketplace. You can find one that's not beat to hell. Yeah. I mean, if you want to pay a premium for the, uh, you know, the intake and the headers and the connecting pipe, I mean, these are, you know, these are, uh, you can order that crap online in five minutes and get brand new stuff. There's nothing special about this car, especially the way it's presented. And I just think that's a huge miss. Look, these guys have not gotten to a point where they can bring a single car to market each and every day. And mm-hmm. so you wait five days and then a car like this shows up. You had time to do it right. So make the guy wait to do it right or don't let him come to market. This, that's, a, that's just a fail to me. And then the other thing that drives me nuts is, you know, Rad doesn't have a car for like, you know, almost an entire week. Then they get a car. Then they get another car. And then next week they've got three cars closing on the same day. What are you guys doing? Like spread those cars out. Like I don't understand. Unless you have – Three cars the next day and every day after that, you sh- there's absolutely no scenario where Rad for Sale should be selling three cars in the same day. They should have one car a day each and every day of the week. That doesn't, I, I don't get that at all. But that's an argument for another time. I assume we'll get one of the guys on this week and we can put it to that. Let's get Lane or Warren or Bradley on yeah. here and let's, uh, let's, uh, let's ask him. We're cause... overdue. We're overdue for a Bradley visit. Let's get Bradley because Bradley's perfect. He'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and Bradley's those guys, like, I don't even live in California. I don't know. <laughs> Bradley and Lane and Warren, they're, they're big guys. They need a bouncer out in front of uh, rad for sale, making people go, you know, the, the, one of the things that I love about uh, those guys and you know, they've, their DWA driving while awesome and their rallies, you know, they're selective on the rallies. You have to submit your car and tell them why you should be allowed uh, on the rallies. You know, should be doing, it should be that harder, harder uh, on your site yeah. because I think this, I think rad for sale should be the most difficult 
um, auction site to get your car on. I think it should, I think you should be, people should be like, man, I have a rad car. I want to sell it. Uh, and the place to sell it is rad for sale. And uh, I got to step up my game to do it there. Or they're not going to let me uh, just like they do with their rallies because uh, you know, they really bring the cream of the crop. Uh, but on the auction site, I feel like mm, maybe they're letting, they need that bouncer. Get hard guys. Yeah, Get I, hard. I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree that they necessarily have to drop, jump through hoops, but like you have to meet a certain criteria and you have to come correct. And the crooked license plate, an unvacuumed car, uh, should, has no business being on your brand new website when the whole world is watching. You guys are, the, I really think it is the most special site because of, of how quiche it is. And, and, and that's just, I don't know. Well, I have really a. I'm going to be, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to give uh, Warren and or Lane a call, and they're probably not going to answer because they, uh, they're they going to hate me now or hate us. Uh, <laughs> but I have a Jeep yeah. Wrangler that I want to put for sale on their site. Um, so Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh, I have a 38,000 mile Jeep Wrangler, um, that looks 92. at a 92 yeah. Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. 29 year old. 30,000 miles, 1,000 miles per year at best. Uh, so that, and I, guys, I'm going to do you proud. I'm going to make the baddest ass, uh, ad for (laughs) rad for sale. And you're going to let me in, I hope. Uh, so, all right. And I'll even vacuum the car out and it doesn't even have a front license plate. So I can't make it crooked. There it is. Anyway, good luck with that. I don't So listen, I guess we have to put a number to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they could have got seven grand for this car. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen today. Uh, I'll say six. And like I said, I'm just like, where is it at now? It's at 4,500 on two bids after being up there for a week or so. Yeah. I, you know, you said six, I'll go 65. I'll go a little higher. I mean, it is a good car. It is something that, you know, it's a fun to drive car. Yeah. It's got the roll bar. It's fun to drive, but it looks young owned. It looks neglected. And, and that's not helping the consigner and it's yeah. certainly not helping the site, you know? Yeah. So anyway. All right, guys. Well, there it is. A Monday edition of Bid Nerds, your daily nerd on the most interesting cars on all the automotive auction sites. Make sure you come back every Monday through Friday, starting at nine o'clock every day. Um, We are here usually if we uh, get off our butts and uh, make a show, which we pretty much do every day. Uh, So hit that subscribe, like, or notification buttons, and we will be seeing you tomorrow for a Tuesday edition. We've got some awesome cars coming up, and it'll be fun to review our bids from today. Make sure you go to these auction sites and say, hey, I heard of that car on Bid Nerds on YouTube. And uh, let's help. Let's find some other nerds. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We will see you manana. Get those nerds!